Welcome, everybody, to Das Chicago 60 Podcast. I am your illustrious host, Justin Jaywar. And next to me here, the other illustrious host. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to say my name. I am Norman. Norman. Did I do good? Yes, right, you, good. that was fantastic. We got Storm and Norman right here. And, of course, we always have our tech man, our man in the booth. Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh is here with us. How's it going? Thank you. All right. Thank you, Manny Fresh. Welcome, everybody. We have an amazing episode here for you. We've got an unbelievable amount of news coming from Chicago and Illinois. We have a lot to get to, so we're not going to waste any more time. And it's only 8.15. We're only 45 minutes yeah, beyond yeah, what really. we said we were going to yeah, do it. No big deal. Whatever. No one knows. No one we knows. will, yeah. You, whatever. But, uh... Let's just get right to it, because we got a bunch of cool stuff to talk about right now. It is time for the podcast. podcast. Yeah, what he said. You're not drinking. You're not. You're doing something wrong, folks. All right, let's get to it. Remember, this podcast will have guests. We will do stuff on location. We're gonna have a lot of cool stuff for you moving forward. But right now. We are focusing on Chicago news and bringing you the information you need to know about what's going on in this amazing city of ours currently. So, without further ado, it's time for Thanos. Okay, let's get straight to the news. Norm. I'm excited. Yes. There are so many cool things happening. That's what I heard. Yes. Wait, for, can we talk about the random ass snowing outside Oh yesterday? my god, yes. Oh my god, because good point. out of nowhere... Chicago decided that it wasn't done yet, okay? <laughs> that it was decided, like, oh, yeah, we're going to have 60s, nice wind. And then Sunday, something happened. It was all perfectly planned out for the premiere of Game of Thrones. Yes! Season 9. Winter is coming! The The Night King is came and brought his snow, and that is what happened. Yeah. No. Where was Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen when you needed him, Okay. The big battle hasn't happened yet, but it could have been here in Chicago. It could have been here, it could in, have Chicago. Been here in Chicago because mm-hmm. it was snowing like crazy. It was a, it was a, uh, uh, how do they, <laughs> uh, thunder snow. That thunder was it. It was snow. a thunder snow. There was legit thunder. I called you and you actually yeah. told me that there yeah. was thunder. It was thunder and then there was snow. I've... What in the hell was that? I actually did a live video yesterday telling all of you that we were delaying the podcast because yeah. of the thunder snow. Of the thunder snow. That is correct. Manny was lost in a ditch. Norm got lost in the vast trekness of he was in. I was uh, home. Yeah, that's right. He sitting was, in a chair, a recliner, was... in fact, <laughs> eating chicken nuggets. And I was, yeah, I was good. I was laying on the couch, binge watching Netflix. Because what else do you do in Chicago yeah, really. when it's snowing like that and it's and it's a monsoon blizzard? You go to work. Home. You act like nothing's going wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just tread your way through cold and slush and sadness. That's correct. Yeah, that is correct. There are plenty of memes out there. I've seen some of them from, from some of our followers, some great ones of what it's like to be in Chicago. Again, if you travel here, prepare for all of it. Oh. Bring all clothing apparel all whatsoever, okay? Mm-hmm. It's very important. Uh, and also, Norm, I, I mean, summer is coming, so we do have a mission in the summer that we're trying to accomplish. What mission is that? There is a certain... Thing that we're trying to get on in yeah, the summer. What are you talking about? There's, we I believe you have mentioned on the previous two podcasts, 
a potential goal that we're trying to achieve in the summer. We're trying to meet somebody who has... You mean a boat! Yes! Yeah, so, um, anyone out there, anyone at all, ladies, gentlemen, I mean, anyone in between, I am looking for a boat. We are looking for a boat, and I'm not just talking about a dinghy, I'm I'm not talking about something small, I'm not, well, okay, to rephrase that, if you could send in a small boat that we can put in a champagne bottle that I can break off of a larger boat... I'd be greatly appreciated. But yeah. also, we need a yacht. Something to throw exactly. a wild hoot nanny on. Correct. We just want to break a bottle off a boat. Right. Okay? That'll be on the podcast. We'll definitely live stream that, for sure. We will be breaking a bottle of champagne that has a little boat in it that has another person banging a bottle on it. It's going to be a very intricate process. You don't want to miss it, Chicago! You make a brown boy who can swim happy. Oh! <laughs> that is very nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was your safest like uh, safest thing you ever like. Where that your is teacher my, came out. That is my safe white man response. That is very nice. <laughs> very, very good, Norm. That's when someone says something really weird to you in public, and you're like, "Oh, that's great." Yeah, this is what we call our uh, the, the the pleasantries, the niceties <laughs> of of being a human being. Oh, it's like when somebody shows. Do you want to see a picture of my cat? Oh. You want? Oh, do you want to see a picture of my newborn baby? Uh, oh, wow! I don't care about your kid. Okay, all right. I, I I don't. I won't do that to other people. Don't do it. Don't do it. I show okay? people my cat all the time. So. All right, and I have to look at his photos. And you know what I do? Oh, Norm, fantastic. He means it. Yeah, at the in the in the moment, but. Going back to the snow, which yeah. is interesting, is that a lot of... So Chicagoans can handle this, but people in the South typically cannot handle it. We There was a, a situation in Atlanta where they got like an inch or two of snow, and things went crazy! Whoa! Cars were skidding off the road! People were going crazy! Well, I mean, in the South, I'm from South Carolina, you shut shit down. Right. Like, it's shut down. It snows. You go get your bread and your milk and whatever important thing you needed from Walmart and you shut that shit down. Exactly. Here, you people walk around and just do stuff. I walk in shorts in like 40 degree weather. I'm okay with it. That's a real man. <laughs> That's right. Like Ron Burgundy. Just to let you know. Ron Swanson. I'm Ron you know, Swanson. A real That's man right. has frostbite on his legs. That's right. That's how you do it. But you know what is interesting is that in the, in Atlanta, they had to shut st- stuff down because of snow. Yeah, of course. And you know what they ended up sending us was they started sending their attack birds to us. Now, some of you who may have listened to the podcast last week uh, may have referenced a story that we did about falcons. That mm-hmm. in Boston, they're trying to bring back falcons to get rid of pigeons, to get rid of pigeon poop. Mm-hmm. Brilliant logic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were joking about how... We didn't want the Atlanta Falcons to come to Chicago. As much as I'd like to see Matt Ryan throwing footballs trying to kill pigeons, uh, I don't really want that to be happening. But that's okay, because another professional sports team from Atlanta is apparently actually here already doing that, and that would be the Atlanta Hawks. And I'm not talking really about the sports team, just Hawks. Just Hawks in general. We went from Falcons to Hawks, people. There are Hawks. All over the urban areas and neighborhoods of the city, they are coming back, folks. I didn't even know they were gone, but they are back. 
They are back, like Back to the Future. That is the worst reference I will make yeah. this entire yeah. podcast. I hope so. But, <laughs> but Hawks are back. So uh, apparently what has happened is uh, there was a study that was done. Some, some researchers up at the University of Wisconsin always. at Madison had, of course, it's always in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Damn Wisconsinites. But they did some research and, were, and they had found that hawks were actually very endangered species. And then all of a sudden people were like, oh, they're endangered. And then nothing happened. (laughs) Exactly. We basically left them alone, and then all of a sudden they're just like, this is the time to procreate. (laughs) And made a fuck ton of more hawks. And now there are hawks everywhere. They are they've gone they've basically migrated down into the Chicagoland suburbs and now they're they're coming in to the city. The city. So now they're 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 yeah. And now uh, hawks are killing pigeons. So we already have our bird of prey to deal with the pigeon poop. And it's freaking hawks. Not falcons. Hawks. So now we need to send in eagles to kill the hawks. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know what, and you know, what, you know what specific type of uh, hawk it is? What? A Cooper's hawk. No. no, we're not talking about the winery folks that you can find in Naperville and all other neighborhoods. I'm talking about a legitimate Cooper's hawk. I didn't even know that was an actual hawk. I thought somebody named Cooper's last name was Hawk, and they came out with the restaurant Cooper's Hawk. But legitimately, there's actually a hawk that is a Cooper, Cooper hawk. hawk. Yeah. If there's anybody who, who's watching this who's like an actual bird aficionado, mm-hmm. bird watcher, please send us info. We will oh, yeah. talk about it on the next episode. But this is insane. There's an actual Cooper's hawk, and they actually hunt pigeons. Pigeons, squirrels. And rabbits, that is that is nifty. That is nifty. Okay. So tons of rodents gonna be dead. Just, <laughs> just dead. And tons animals. of new birds. And more birds. <laughs> oh, great. Who's killing the birds? <clears throat> Nobody. We can't We go hawk hunting. I know some punk ass kids. I know some punk ass kids who can get rid of some hawks. I know a few. Yeah, there's plenty of punk ass kids that can kill some hawks. I don't think we should be. I don't think we should be should condoning be children. Like, don't, children. Don't, don't go don't, kill hawks don't, because don't they will hawks. stab your eyes out. Okay, <laughs> don't go after hawks if there are any children watching the show or any parents mm-hmm. condoning that their children should go kill yeah. hawks. Don't kill hawks. Don't kill hawks. Leave really, hawks alone. Really, if you're a parent and you're letting your kids watch this, there's something wrong with you. So, uh, don't let your kids watch this. Really, right? But if they want to, they can. <laughs> <laughs> We're a family-friendly show. I kid. I kid. Um, but yeah, so, so hawks, Norm. No falcons, just hawks. But Atlanta, stay the hell out of our city, okay? We don't want your damn birds. All right, um, Norm, some other interesting news yeah. uh, that I read. There is, uh, allergy season is going to be pushed back. So yeah. if you have allergies, all right. Get back. Allergies. Get back. Allergies. We don't need you here. Okay. Yeah, I know. That was, uh, that was not the yeah. reaction I was expecting. Yeah, no. Okay. We're pushing it back. We don't want allergies here. We're taking a step back and we're going, no, Pollen, you stay where you are, okay? You're not getting mine. This is all mine. You ain't getting it. Yeah. No, I'm good about that. Huh. I would have thought maybe, you know, get it done out of the way quicker, but you're like, no, let's delay. What are you talking about? (laughs) Usually it's sooner. It just... This isn't like this isn't like it's just been pushed back is all it means. It's yep, like uh-huh. it's still gonna be the same amount of time, it's just nope. delayed. Let's just shove it back, okay? You know, I'm a procrastinator, okay? You wanna rip I, off the band-aid? No. Just... Let's procrastinate that shit all the way to winter. Okay. Let's all just right. push that stuff all the way back. Just, 
let's just keep pushing it back until yeah. winter, and then and then we'll just have missed it. Yeah. It'll just never have existed. We won't go outside anyway, so. I love it. Yeah. Great. Well, if you do have allergies, it's coming. Just like winter <laughs> and Game of Thrones. It'll, it's it'll coming. It'll be here. It'll be it's here. It's going to be happening at the end of April to the beginning of May sometime. Now, they have a interesting thing called the Gottlieb Allergy Count. Mm-hmm. And you can act, they actually, <laughs> so they have uh, um, uh, researchers out there and they are actually monitoring the pollen. So what's interesting is, is that pollen will come from a variety of other sources, but before the main pollen season, there's a lot of pollen that comes from trees. And they've actually done statistical analysis to find out that the main pollen culprits are your maple tree. Cut it down. Oak tree. Cut it down. Beech trees. Cut that down. And cottonwood trees. Okay, I'm not touching that. Yeah, don't 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 be messing with your cottonwood because it's it'll make your mouth foam. Okay, that too. <laughs> it's it's uh, more of that. Less. All, all good references. <laughs> Um, but anyway, there is a hotline that you can call. So just go to just just type in just literally just type in Gottlieb allergy count, and okay. legitimately there will be a hotline, and you can call them and find out exactly how much pollen I suppose is in the air and okay. how dangerous it is for you with, if you're an allergy person to be outside. And they are recommending that people typically just basically just don't go outside in the mornings. It's basically so whatever your general morning routine was, if you went out for a jog, don't. Uh, just stay indoors, maybe put on a hazmat suit, and stay safe. See, I need to send that information to my employer and be like, oh, nope, God let told me to stay inside. I'm sorry. There, do you know how much pollen is outside right now? It's some damn cottonwoods. Like, it, I think that's, mm-hmm. I would make fun of this, but then I know I'll be on the phone tomorrow going, okay, so Gottlieb, seriously? And, <laughs> and this lady named Pina's like, my name's not Gottlieb. No, but Gottlieb, be real. Um... <laughs> So how much pollen is in the air right now? My name is Tina, sir. Uh, and there's about 98% pollen. Do <laughs> you run the Gottlieb allergy count or not? Um, like, Gottlieb, you gotta be shitting me right now. <laughs> Gottlieb! Gottlieb! Are you running it or are you not running it? I need information mm-hmm. now. I may sneeze all day. I need to know how much sneezing will be happening between the periods of 8 in the morning till I go to bed. When do you go to bed? I may never sleep now. I, mean, I may never sleep. You can't. You can't if you're sneezing all the time. There's pollen everywhere. That's right. That shit comes out of everything. Yeah. Ugh. Do you ever, I mean, can, do you ever, are you by a person who's allergic? It's horrendous. Nobody wants to be around that person. Are you by a person? Yeah. Like, are you next? Have you ever been next to a person who has allergies? Are you disgusted by them? Are you upset when they sneeze all over the place because of something they can't control? <laughs> well, get them out of the city now. <laughs> Call 1 800 Gottlieb. We'll tell you where, when, <laughs> and how to pick up the body. They're not an escort service. They're just an information provider. We this will... isn't like some secret government agency. Oh, shit. The Gottliebs are coming. <laughs> what is this? Like the SS for pollen? Dude, I don't trust that guy. Get away from the trees. I'm going to call Gottlieb. I don't trust that person. Oh, for goodness That person sakes. looks like they got allergies. I'm going to call Gottlieb. Oh my god, it sounds like uh, one of those commercials for tires. Call, <laughs> call the Gottlieb, guys. Hey, Gottlieb. But anyway, it's a serious thing, so you can go to the hotline and you can find out how much pollen uh, apparently is in the air or something. But cool. uh, general rule of thumb, just, you know, don't go outdoors in the morning. Yeah. Eventually you're going to have to, but, you know, I think this could be a good excuse for people to delay going to work. I'm sorry, boss, but I have allergies and the pollen is super high. I consulted the Gottlieb. And Gottlieb told me, and Gottlieb like, who, who the hell is Gottlieb? 
I don't know, but it's a person named Gottlieb, and uh, apparently they're important. So I gotta come in at like eleven. I gotta avoid the morning rush. That's something they need to jump on. Doctor's notes by Gottlieb. That's right. That's a there's a new business proposal. Uh-huh. Yep. Somebody may steal it, but hey, we thought of it first, so we got franchising <laughs> rights on that. Now, Norm, there's another thing that's very disturbing, not only about allergies, but there is a new strain of an infectious fungal um, uh, infection that has been. Yep, and uh, it's been it's been uh, really it's it's almost at epidemic levels across the world. In the United States, there have been numerous counts of it already. There's okay. already been about 150 in Chicago. They won't tell us what hospitals these people are infected in. I suppose the CDC says nay, but it this infection is. Uh, uh, um, impervious to antibiotics so it cannot be killed by antibiotics so basically if you get it you have it and it's killing people and it's kind of a thing and chicago has the second highest reported counts of this second to new york and nobody knows about this hello you think you you know they're like oh we don't want people to know because we don't want to scare people there's a there's an infection killing people and you can't you can't kill it what this is actually a really good thing because, okay, so... Follow, I can't wait follow. to hear this. Yes, um, okay, I'm with you. So, have you seen one of the greatest movies ever made? It's called Super Mario Brothers. Alright? And it's got John Leguizamo and uh, that one bald white guy. And so, in that movie, they go to an alternate universe that is covered in fungus. Okay? And it's actually the king. Alright? So, it's the king watching over the city, but he's fungus. And it just looks like a big booger just kind of coming out of the ceiling. It's really disgusting, actually. It's really foul. But, I mean, follow me, Super Mario Brothers, this is a good thing. How the hell did you get to that conclusion from that? <laughs> well, because did you just want to reference Super Mario Brothers? No, but it's a childhood thing, and I, I feel like this is the beginning of something good. Got it. So the fungus is eventually going to become a highly intelligent life yep. form that will rule the world. Yep. Uh, not the world, just the city. Interesting. Just the city. Interesting. They actually have a story like that on... Um, Love, Death, and Robots, which is a new series on Netflix, which I would highly recommend. And there is an episode in there. They're all short. They're all like between 6 to 15 minutes long. And one of them is about a yogurt that becomes sentient and then ends up like telling the human race how to live better. And then it, it just like becomes so intelligent. It just leaves Earth and just leaves us all to die, basically. Please tell me it's So that's what this fungus cup. is. This fungus is a yogurt. Yeah. So there you go. But in all seriousness, it is called Candida auris, and they're not entirely certain where the origins are because it, it, there doesn't seem to be one particular origin, which is yeah. what's very frightening about this, because it just keeps popping up randomly all over the place. And so people are just like, it's so bad that nurses and doctors won't even go into the, to the rooms where these people have this what? infection. But it is noticeable. This isn't like some random thing. Okay. You would be able to see, it. it's, 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 it's like, um, I saw... Uh, they were showing some like a, a petri dish of what it would look like, and it's kind of like a weird brown fungus that would it would be on your skin, so you'd be able to see it. So if you start seeing some people with some patchiness, some brown patchiness on their um, skin, um, you're just this black. This was man. mine. This was this mine right. to begin with. You're just black. Man. All right, this is thing. mine. <laughs> That's I said, fucking. I said brown, like a like a weird mucusy brown, weird mucusy brown. Okay, yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> Weird mucusy brown. Okay. Well, like yellowish brown. 
Oh, okay, like thank you. Okay, yeah. that's sick. Like, uh, yeah, like, like, uh, like if pus were to crust, that's good. Uh, oh, okay. I know. I'm sorry, that's, that's the visual I gave, but oh, that's the good. visual. That, that sucks, is the correct. Though. And with that, I'm gonna have a sip of my beer. Okay. That sucks, though. That's that's crazy, and that no one's saying anything about it. That's kind of frightening, too. Yes. Because I would just think that's an overgrown scab. Yep. Like, so. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, be careful. It's really not that concerning. The other thing to mention here is the people who are typically getting this infections are people who already have some sort of an illness and or are their immune systems are weakened and they are more susceptible to contracting any sort of illness. So that's why it's happening a lot in <clears throat> hospitals is because people are already sick with something and this infection is basically attacking those people and making them their hosts. And the only problem is, is that it can't be killed. So yeah. it's not like if you know regular people walking around, you're gonna see these people with the fungus and be like, get away, heathen! And you know, like throw some holy water on them, they're gonna burn. <laughs> We, know, have, like, we have to be really careful with this because everyone's been watching The Walking Dead and there's a God few people who are ready to well, start that killing is, people. That is, there that are a few people who, like, sometimes <laughs> I'll walk around and go, Home Depot is the first place I'm going to. I'm getting a huge axe and I'm going to start slicing people's heads open. I'm like, going to beat him with the big piece of wood. Yeah, it, it's going to get real. He's so, gonna, he gonna, I'm going to bash his brains in. Like, the first moment, they're like, it's a zombie infection. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, you, you pretty much you just need to avoid them. And yeah, you will because yeah. most of them are all in hospitals. Yeah. So, Good. don't go into a room with one of these people in a hospital and you should be fine. Um, if you're a normal, healthy person, you're probably going to be A-okay. But it's just the fact that we've... Con- we The reason why these antibiotics or um, these uh, 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 viruses and infections and fungal diseases that are occurring, that they're... A, a, impervious to antibiotics is happening is because we're over medicating so much. I I don't eat I don't use a lot of, a lot of medications when I get sick. I I eat chicken noodle soup. I drink water and I sleep like that is my thing. I just sleep for like two to three days, then boom, I'm back, baby, mm. I'm back. Mm. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator. Better than that, like a new Better, version yeah, of. Yeah. Terminator. The new like, version of the I'm Terminator. The new one. I'm like, Terminator number six. The one that didn't make enough money. That's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, hey, I Christian mean... Christian Bale's hunting me. And I go and help I mean, that's an interesting con- like idea that uh, we have like anti-vaxxers who are just like, I'm never vaccinating my child because all the cancer and all the bad things that will happen. And then the idea of like, well, we're kind of over... Uh, <laughs> we're putting too many uh, healthy items, or not too many healthy items, but too many pills and too many things like that into our bodies so that's that's kind of interesting maybe we should just get dirty yeah like, just get dirty get back to our humanistic roots mm-hmm. in the dirt and you know ashes and things get a little bit sick yeah. sometimes yeah let it let, let it happen in. Yeah. just don't get the fungus right it's not the fungus man not the fungus man alright moving right along in other news uh, we go from funguses to bikes <laughs> what a transition um, so apparently Lyft is going to be re-upping their contract with the city of Chicago. They're trying to add 10,500 new yes. Divi bikes, which yes. is great because we can all move around. But the evil Uber is trying to snag the contract away from Lyft. And they're, they're promising 20,000 bikes and 10,000 scooters. Go get me some scooters. Wait, are those those scooters that they just leave anywhere? Yes, I think so. Fuck those. Yeah, forget that. (laughs) 
but I don't. Uber. It doesn't seem like Uber has a, a chance. Yeah. Some people uh, in, in in some of the aldermen and some of the people in Congress are saying, "Well, I mean, uh, it's not really Congress. It'd be just aldermen mostly. <laughs> uh, there's no Congress in the city of Chicago, <laughs> although there always appears to be. Yeah, really. <laughs> but we have we don't know who they are. <laughs> they're like the Illuminati, but they're called the Congress. Um, but yeah, so so the oh, alder- wait, some wait, some aldermen. Wait, wait. <laughs> what? A Congress in Chicago would be the Lou Malnati. <laughs> <laughs> Which just opened up a new store in the Wrigley Building. Downtown. Get ready for that. Deep oh. dish. A Michigan That's the real Chicago. Okay, yo, whoa. Get out of here. Uh, in fact, take your divvy bike through the Lou Malnati's and get yourself some deep dish. Hey, oh! All right. You get that out? You good? Nah, all right, I'll find out. <laughs> But uh, seriously, so yeah. so some people are like, well, we should have competition, and the other people are like, nah, uh, we, no, no, yeah. this is simpler. Just yeah. give us more Divi bikes, more which bikes. is great. I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah. I would use it. I have a bike. I haven't used it yet. I'm waiting for the warmer weather. But now I'm kind of regretting it because if if there's going to be that many more Divi bikes. Why the hell do I need to have a bike? I'll just use a Divi bike. Yeah, I don't ride bikes. Gonna put this, I want to know where they're going to put the stations is my thing. <laughs> but then there was a huge issue where people were stealing Divi bikes. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> bikes streaming across the streets of Chicago. Well, I mean, that's better, though, because if they're bringing so many bikes in, you can only steal so many. That's right. <laughs> like, After a while, people get tired of stealing like, bikes. They're like, like yeah, I'll just use it. There's too many bikes to steal. <laughs> I'm just going to put my money in and take this. <laughs> like, I bet you, I, I mean, how funny would it be if that was a conspiracy where Lyft were paying people to steal the bikes so they could sell more of the bikes? <laughs> well, I don't know what happened. They just keep getting stolen. But then... But then this, the people who steal them just bring them back to a lift place and they just resell them to Chicago. That's a plausible scenario, folks. Corruption in this city is uh, pretty well known. It's about as um, it's about as a sta- as much of a staple as Chicago being next to Lake Michigan. Because it's it's just a fact. It's, it's, it's a, a fact. fact. It's a, bold it's a fact. fact. It's a statement. <laughs> that's, it's that's right. It's a statement. That's exactly it. Chicago truth. is next to Lake Michigan. Michigan. Chicago is corrupt. Facts. Fact. <laughs> Okay. Right. All right. Um, so that's interesting. So get ready for your divvy bikes, yo. Okay. Now, what's interesting is t- keeping. We have a lot of transportation theme in these episodes, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. But another interesting thing about the CTA. So you may be able to use your divvy bike on the new CTA approved bus and or bike only lanes. Yes, Chicago. This is a fact. So what ended up happening was uh, the CTA put in basically like a three month stint where they were looking at huh. if they added more bus only yeah. and bike only lanes would yeah. they increase the amount of people who would be using public transportation and because the they? Big, yes well thank you norm for the segue i wanted um, to know yes so basically what they noticed was that overall the cta had a uh, from year to year over the past few years has seen a 21 percent decrease in the amount of people using public transportation because it's just basically it's if you, for anybody who's right, ridden a bike, a, 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 a bike. That Have is a bus and a bicycle. A it's a it's a bicycle bus. It's called a bike. Yeah, we're coming out with it soon. It's but, a giant bus that everyone's pedaling <laughs> in. Like, oh yes. man, oh man, I pay less for this, but I really get my legs working out. Oh, Hold on, Christ. shit, my satchel's falling. It's like ah. they got a Viking boat. There's just a person in the back hitting a big drum. That's the job. Gum, what, Dumb. what do you do bike. on the weekends? Uh, I'm bike. a drummer for Vice in Chicago. Vice, uh, like Vice, the news thing, but not at all like Vice. 
Uh, anyway, they saw a 21% reduction in the amount of rides over the past few years. Okay. So they said, well, let's put in more of these bus-only lanes and bicycle-only lanes, and let's see what happens. Bicyclists, or cyclists, I don't know what they like to be called. I'm not up with the PC lingo for bicycles. <laughs> that you think is a PC lingo <laughs> yeah. for cyclists. PC police. Next thing <laughs> South Park's with PC police on bicycles. Um... They see. They say that they feel way more, way safer, mm-hmm. which I could imagine. Yeah. You're in a lane only for bicycles. Yeah. Um, and people on the bus say, "Oh, I'm getting there faster." And they actually, they've actually done statistical analysis on this. The rides have become 2.3 minutes faster. Well, that makes so Sweet. much sense because if you think about it, if you add it all together, there are more people on bikes, so less assholes, jackoffs on the bus. Then the bus is in a lane that's all its own, so it's really going past the speed limit. I mean, it's going faster than it should be. Right. You're getting to work on time. You can sit down on the bus. I'm all cool with this. And then bike people have their bike lanes. Yeah, exactly. I'm completely all cool with that. I think that's a good idea. The one thing they, they found didn't get affected in this study was cyclists being complete jagoffs and riding through red lights. Uh, yeah, they're still getting hit in the same yeah, amount of proportion because yeah. you're just all a bunch of a-holes. Abide by the damn rules. You're still technically a vehicle on the road, okay? That's coming from people who drive. Okay, but we're not saying all cyclists. Right, not okay. all. Not all. Like a, a minority group within uh, the, a group. faction within the, the group. is That the, one guy he hit yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Screw people. you, pal, okay? I don't want to be going to court next week. Are you kidding me? That's a false story. It's confession. Um, <laughs> confession time. I hit someone with a Honda bike. Um... Yeah, so anyway, there's a 65% increase that they found of mm-hmm. people over the, just through this three-month period. More people That's are going awesome. on. So that should be happening throughout the city. That might be a new big project. How they will fund it, I don't know. But uh, talking about funding and uh, trains and everything else, a very, very interesting story in the Tribune about mm-hmm. our metro system. Now, Norm, I know you're going to love this story. So... The Metra would like to now put an overpass, a flyover, if you will, over the Grand and Western uh, uh, train routes mm-hmm. because that tends to be the most highly congested area where all of the train lines converge, both Amtrak and Metra. What they have been finding is that if that particular area were to shut down, pretty much everybody's going to be pissed. <laughs> it's basically what happens here. Now... Here's the interesting thing that the article was talking about. Do you happen to know what operates this main area, the basically the hub of the entire train system in the city of Chicago? Do you know what operates this thing or controls this thing? I'm assuming it's like uh, buttons, levers, I don't know, like some electronic thing that they... Absolutely not. It, te- it is an air-powered apparatus that was invented and used in the 1930s. What? <laughs> yes, correct. Exactly. We are in the year 2019, and our entire train system in the city of Chicago, both Metra and Amtrak, is being powered and operated by an air pressurized device that was bought and implemented in the 1930s. In fact, it was a switching device bought in 1932 by the Western and Pennsylvania companies that don't even exist anymore. Are they a monopoly? Nope. And the system moves by compressed air. And if it's too much air or too little air, the whole thing shuts down. That's correct. It malfunctions. They have a full-time employee watching over this. His name is Oppenheim. It's Oppenheim. That's correct. 
He is a cousin to Oppenheimer, who created the atomic bomb. Which apparently this is! It's apparently an atomic bomb that could go off at any particular time, and all the trains are just going to stop. And then nobody's going to get to where they need to go. It's not an actual atomic no, bomb. No, it's not going to blow up. You're just being I'm getting exaggerated. Right you're just being info wars. You should have a raspy voice <laughs> and just be yelling at the camera. I'm just camera. Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah. And the frogs are coming! Just to clarify, that was uh, not true, correct? <laughs> <laughs> correct. It's not an actual atomic bomb. But what's interesting, it's just ridiculous. And this guy, this guy Oppenheim is hilarious. He says... Uh, I thought I saw this line was was really cool. He says, "Yeah, when it all works out, it's a quite a thing to see. But if it if it fails, it'll halt four different train lines. What the actual f? During the winter, they have to have people shift round the clock, making sure that the just the signaling system works, because the whole thing could come to a halt if this thing." Okay, so I feel like personally, we can't fire. Oppenheimer. Because if we do... Oppenheimer. No Ur, just Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. He's not cool enough to get the Ur. Well, then my thing is if we fire this dude, he already sounds like a a fucking villain, as is. (laughs) So he would be the one to shut everything down and then lock himself in and be like, you'll never get me! Nor will you ever get anywhere on time! Trains will never get here again! Yeah. I don't even know if there's anybody who replaces him. That is one job I'm totally cool with not existing anymore. Like, give this guy a great pension and tell him, like, hey, man, why don't you move to Arizona? <laughs> like, Get out of here. You've done, you've done a good service for the city, but we're going we're gonna to implement, you know, an electronic system, blockchain technology. <laughs> like, take this shit to a yeah. museum and let yeah. people pay 10 bucks to play with it exactly. for a couple hours. It is, it is all a bunch of levers and, like, little doodads. Okay, but before we do it's that, crazy. I just want to go and like, switch, switch, <laughs> like, it's alive! And just start plugging up shit and we're like, what the fuck are you doing? All of a sudden, a Frankenstein comes out of the other room and you're like, holy crap, I created life! See, I knew it. Oppenheim was doing something else. That's I'm right. Oppenheimer. That's right. That is correct. Uh, but anyway, he says that he, they, he they, people who are working on the system are like, no, don't get rid of it. It's so cool. Yeah, because you're the only people who can operate it, so you have a job. That's job security. Okay? No, fuck that. That's job that's security. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Nope, don't get rid of it. Thing. It's so cool. Uh-huh. Say that until they, until they get rid of you. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Keep saying oh, it. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely hilarious. But you know what? The problem is, here's the big crux of the issue. Mm-hmm. They can't get rid of it. Why? Because to implement a new system and to do this flyover... They would need about five. Metro has estimated it to be about five hundred million dollar project, but they don't have the money, so they're lobbying the state of Illinois to try and get the money, a state that is literally broke, where they can't even fund pinch the pension fund, or give any money to the education uh, um, organizations in the city. And Metro's like, "Hey, do y'all want to travel out of the city?" <laughs> Okay, so Give us $500 million. Who makes up these numbers? I, they have people. And you're just like, uh, I'm thinking maybe five mil. That sounds about right. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah, that's good. It's good. The but funny thing is they ask for $500 million, but you don't even know where some of that money's going to go. It's like, oh, $5 million just... I need you to like tell me... Like a crackhead in a tree just fucking yeah, flies away. I need you to tell me exactly what this $5 million is going to. Like, oh, well, it's Tuesday. Uh, I'm going to get a sandwich, so that's part <laughs> that's, of that $5 million. That's $5. I'm going to redirect yeah. all the train lines, and then, you know, I might get a large soda. So that's going to be another <laughs> part of the $5 mil. Like, I at least need a scope of work here. Yeah. Like, give me a detailed information on what you're spending $5 million on. Hey, Bob, you got that outline for the new train flyover? Yep, gonna cost another $20,000 to finish it, though. 
All right, we got we got 490 million to go. That's ridiculous. Obviously, there's a lot of things that go into it. There's obviously a lot of um, uh, materials and no. products and things that are probably no. going to go into it. But nevertheless, no. Why are you lobbying the state? Like, I, my God, oh. Because no one else will give it to him. That's yeah, Jesus. Anyway, so we're gonna be stuck with this apparatus from the 1930s. So Good for you, Oppenheim. Oppenheim. This one's for you. To Oppenheim. All right. Now, there is a potential way maybe they could, uh, the state could find funding, and that is a new tax that Pritzker is trying to implement. So J.B. Pritzker, our governor, has been doing a lot in his first 100 days, doing a lot of the things he said he was going to do. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not you agree with everything he says or not is not the point. The point is he's doing stuff. Why is he doing stuff? Because he's a Democrat in the state of Illinois and in the city of Chicago, where it is all run by Democrats. So it's quite easy to get things done when everybody's on your side. Sounds like a it's Republican like, hey. thing. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, it, it, the logic follows. <laughs> I will not confirm nor deny anything about what you just said, sir. But the logic uh, follows. Yeah. If you have a bunch of ideas and everybody else around you is like, yeah, we also agree with those ideas. It's like, well, cool, let's do it then. And then everybody's like, yeah. And then they do it. And it's like, wow, we did something. That's also a logical... They should Thomas. show that in middle schools for, like, explaining government. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll switch it up. It's like, yeah, we should do it. They're like, no, we don't want to do it. Right. You're like, okay, yeah, that'll well, be exactly. that's government. Oh, my God. So, anyway, mm-hmm. this is a pretty simple thing. Very short, very short story. But, basically, uh, Chicago, or not Chicago, but the state of Illinois is, is on a flat tax. So, basically, everybody, regardless of your income level, pays the same amount, flat percentage, uh, across mm-hmm. the board. But Pritzker is now um, passed, I believe it's at least passed the House or the Senate, and now it's going to the other House uh, to get passed. Uh, It would be a graduated tax, which is what the federal government basically does. So the top earners pay more as it goes down, you know, as it goes down, you you pay less. Now, the middle class, basically anybody who's paying from 51,000 or makes $51,000 in income up to about a $250,000. Your percentage is going to be between 4.5 and 4.9% based on varying levels. But the top 3% of earners, their tax is going to go up to about 7, something between 7.2 or 7.9% um, from what I read in the Tribune. So, I mean, you know, it's not that huge of an increase, but it's an increase. It's definitely more than what everybody else is going to be paying. Obviously, if you make less than that, you're not paying nearly anything. Uh, you're probably getting money back on your tax returns, but nevertheless, maybe we maybe they will get more money to pay for the metro trains from this graduated tax. So there you go. If you're in the three percent, you may like it or you may not like it. Depends where you are on the aisle. And you shouldn't be watching the show. <laughs> you definitely shouldn't be watching this show because you probably know everything we've already talked about because you read. Um, <laughs> you're up at. Four in the morning, reading the paper, and you're like, I read this already. <laughs> I knew about this three days ago. <laughs> I already invested in the stock market in Metro. <laughs> yeah. I hope there's a real person out in this world who's watching this. He's got a monocle. exactly like that. Exactly. He's the Monopoly yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. He exists. Uh, he was in the movie Ace Ventura. We all know this. Um, <laughs> come on, man. Stick with me here. Stay, stay, stay on the lane. Stay all on the right. lane. I'll stay on the lane. Now, let's move on to another thing that J.B. Pritzker has done. Mm -hmm. Um, This one is actually, I found rather interesting. I didn't think this was a thing. I thought 
this is I would I would I would have thought would be less progressive. Um, J.B. Pritzker, by the way, is definitely for I believe the legalization of marijuana. However, aha, aha, thanks Eddie Murphy. Um, <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to react to that. Um, the smoking age is going up to 21, folks. So first, J.B. and the Democratic House and Senate moved the buying age to 21, and they saw a significant decrease in the amount of kids between the ages of uh, 18 to 21 buying cigarettes and using cigarettes. And then what they decided to do was, well, this seems like it's working out. So why don't we just, why don't we just make the whole thing 21? Oh, you, you drink at 21, you should be able to smoke until you're 21. Hey, uh, what about tattoos? No, leave that at 18. That's fine. Ridiculous. Hey, uh, should we let people uh, join the army at 21? No, they'll die younger. It's totally fine. Makes no no sense to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> Makes It doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, in reality, um, no one's actually uh, buying cigarettes. They're just... Uh... The kids are vaping now. That's true. There is a lot of vaping. There is a there is a different correlation, but they are reducing cigarette smoking and things like that. Or they actually buying. found a thirty five percent decrease. Actually, this also it's a thirty five percent decrease in cig and e cig purchases, which well, is that, interesting. That's purchases though. Correct. Ooh. Like well, okay, so they're hoping the same thing will happen at eighteen. You obviously can't buy liquor, but you do drink it, right? Mm-hmm. So right, same... it's now just not... thank you. Yes, that was my thing. It's like people are gonna get like these kids are gonna get caught smoking, and then what's gonna happen? That's illegal. So we're gonna just get more young people in jail now for smoking? Are you kidding me? Well, I mean, in reality, they'll probably not get in jail. There'll just be more fines, which will be more money towards Chicago. Aha! So, uh... Aha! And that's and then the we pay for the metro station exactly. Uh, JB Prisker, a direct quote is quote. It will reduce costs for our state. It will make schools and our communities healthier places to learn and live. <sighs> That's wonderful politician speak yeah, for yeah, we're going to make more money. Yeah. Aha! All right. And <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the smoking age is going to be 21 now. That's going to be statewide. So that includes Chicago. So, hey, if you're turning 18... You lose! You gotta wait three more years! That's right. You can't smoke and you can't drink, but you'll be doing it anyway because if you're a smart teenager, you'll figure out a way. Okay, moving right along. And not our nose. And not our nose. Now, Norm, these next two stories are quite interesting. Yeah. This one in particular I found okay. very, very interesting. All of these stories coming from the Chicago Tribune uh, right now. We also get stories from the Chicago Reader and other various internet sources, but... Primarily, if you want good Chicago news, read the Chicago Tribune. This is not a plug. They don't advertise. We're not, they're not, we're not getting paid. But if the Tribune would like to pay us to advertise, we are more than happy to do so. But they probably don't have a lot of money because it's a newspaper, and no newspapers are making money, let's be quite honest. Um, now, this story I found... However, journalism is a very important thing. <laughs> we could not bring you this news if it wasn't for these places. So buy a paper, damn it! All right. Um... Now, moving right along, this is an interesting thing. So, uh, the city of Chicago has, and the CPD have compiled a whole swath, yes, swath, swath. of information on gangs. And what the Inspector General just found, Inspector General. swear to God, that's his title. Do, 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 do. Sorry. Okay. Go, go, gadget, Sorry. pants! 
Um, report about gangs. Um, what this report ended up finding was that all the gang information that has been compiled is wrong and unfounded. So, who knows who's a gang member now? Please, please tell me how. Yeah. Mm. Crazy, crazy stuff. Now, there, according to the report, there are 134,000 people currently in the system that are listed as a gang member. However, 15,000 of them are only listed as affiliated with a gang. But nobody knows what the hell that means. What the hell does affiliated with a gang member mean? Yeah, my mom's uncle on her grandmother's side's cousin's friend twice removed from his brother's uncle's cousin's friend's friend of a friend who's married to a chick who knows a guy's affiliated in a gang. You, sir, are affiliated with a gang. Like, what the hell? Okay, can I commend you on not doing uh, a quintessential, like, black or Hispanic voice for, <laughs> for that conversation? Like, I don't know any hillbilly gangs other than, like, white supremacists, but thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to ask Manny if he appreciates the same thing because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for the consideration. <laughs> thank you for the consideration. You're, we appreciate you're welcome, it. guys. You know, we're equal opportunity on the Chicago <laughs> 6 podcast. <laughs> We've got a white guy, an African-American guy, and a Latino guy. We're, 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 we're just all the colors what of the wind. Say, exactly. Thank you, Manny. <laughs> Manny, feel free to chime in on this or anything else we've been talking about. But... Um, yeah, so so the so the basically the inspector general's report has been like, yeah, these gang reports are have been racially biased. <laughs> really? Whoa. Wow. That's um, what? <laughs> um, so that's been interesting. <laughs> Here's some funny things. So people being listed as a gang member, there are people being listed as a gang member that are the age of seventy five. Some of them have been listed prior to the year nineteen oh one. Cool. Um, some of them have been listed as nine years old. Can you imagine being a nine-year-old kid and a cop comes up to you? Hey, man. You're in a gang. <laughs> what the hell is this? Not- no, 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 I'm not. Yes, you are. Are you? <laughs> I, now I have to be racially stereotyped because it's 95, 95% of the people in here are either African-American or, or Hispanic. Hey, uh, Juan, Juan Fernandez, you're, it says here you're in a gang. I, I don't know what a gang is. <laughs> you mean a gang of geese? I don't know. What? Well, if this kid knows what a gang of geese are, he's, he's in a gang. He's clearly in a gang. Like, he's definitely in a gang. He's a little too smart. He's got a... Okay? He, look, look at that tattoo his in his arm. His vocabulary at, as, at a nine-year-old This face? is a water tattoo. Watch out for him. All right? He might be the leader. Okay? <laughs> well, they've gotten really good. They've got tattoos that wash off, so we can't see what kind of a gang they're in. This is a Mickey Mouse. <laughs> what? Hey, look at that little what? lunchbox he's got. It's probably got drugs in it. Yeah, it's probably got drugs. You got drugs in that lunchbox? What are drugs? I've got a half-eaten sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it's probably filled with weed. Is it a brownie? Yeah. Oh, it's probably a pot brownie. Arrest him. <laughs> like, what is going on here? So, yeah, um, this is crazy. Oh, here's another funny fact about this report. Apparently, 88% of the people who are listed as a gang member apparently have admitted to being in a gang after they've been arrested. Wow, didn't realize criminals and gang members were so forthright and honest about their gang affiliations. Well, how do you hide that? Yeah, well, I guess that's true. I mean, like, part you, of what how they how uh, you... is tattoos and marks, but... Uh, I'm still. not in a gang. I don't know what you're talking about, but we caught you on the corner doing gang shit. <laughs> oh, you fucking lying. <laughs> what is this? Uh, Law and Order SVU? Hey, you're in a gang. Yeah, I'm in a gang. Okay, I got Yeah, that, 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 you... you. 
I'm only doing what I see on the television. I am only, I'm a third hand, I'm a mediator moving right along. <laughs> um, so anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so they've, so they've, they've had these issues, it's, uh, it's corrupt. So what they're trying to do is there's been massive protests by people saying, get rid of the gang reports, they are false, yeah. they are false. And like the police are saying, we will update it. We will update it. I want to be here for this chant yeah. back and forth. And then, and then the people are like, what's the criteria? We don't know. Make it better. Okay. Like, that's basically, that's a natural conclusion of where it's going to go. I don't know how they're going to make it better. Some people want it completely gone. I don't know. How do you feel about this, though? How do you feel about getting, I mean, getting rid of the whole thing? Like, I get... I get if it's got a lot of bagged information, like maybe comb through it. I don't know who the hell's going to do that. But get a, get rid of the whole... Are they going to start from scratch or just be like, we don't care who's in a gang now, see? We'll just police the streets. Like, how does that work now? My assumption is that if we start all over, we'll just start all over. Like, either they're going to do it right or do it wrong. Again, yeah. 1901? Like... Yeah, I know. What... <laughs> Nine-year-olds and gangs. Now, I don't, I don't say that it's not possible because it is possible. I mean, gangs mainly started to protect neighborhoods. They started to protect families and and areas that weren't getting uh, enough uh, food, enough uh, help, enough aid. So people came together to protect each other. Now I don't know what the fuck they are, but I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it right. But then once again. We spend all our time and all our money on the Justice of Millette case, so we don't have time to figure out and how to do reports on fucking gangs, because, yeah. <laughs> but you know what we do have money for? What? We do have money to upgrade the north side and west side of Chicago. The Lincoln Yards project has been approved. It has just passed, and instead of spending, you know... Billions of dollars on education. on education, this metro train situation, getting a better policing any, and gang reports so we know who's actually in there. Any of the city? No. No. We're going to spend, and hold on, I have the actual statistic, six billion, six billion dollars. <laughs> we have... Billion with a B. Wait, we have six billion dollars? <laughs> yep. Apparently. They found it somewhere. Can I, I, well, no, I want part of my six billion back. Where do we get yeah, that from? Right, somewhere. <laughs> uh, uh, what's the duck's name? Donald McDonald Duck. Not, My, Mighty. Um, Donald Daffy. No, the one the guy, the duck who swims in the the old wait, cartoon with at, the duck. Wait, okay, there's this only is like taking a few way ducks, too much time man. away from. There's only a few ducks. No, let's talk about this. Duck McScrooge is that oh, his name? Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. Okay. He's, he's, <laughs> this man wins like the duck that swims. Oh you know, the duck that I, swims, right? That yeah. duck. The duck, the duck. That duck. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's basically Scrooge McDuck. It's, it's like, yeah. It was like, oh, we just went into the vault and there was Scrooge McDuck with our $6 billion. He's like, we're like, Scrooge, we need that money. He's like, get away. And <laughs> we're like, nah, man, we need that $6 billion. He's like, well, I have $20 billion, so I guess you can have some. I don't know why You've he's talking about like DuckTales, have you? No, I never You've watched never it. seen DuckTales at all. All I know is the <laughs> reference of Scrooge McDuck. I was like eight when I watched it. The man never quacked. Yeah. <laughs> Nor did he ever wear pants. Oh, God. But yeah, that's, that's right. They always wear a short, but they never wear pants. It's so bizarre. 
Uh, why even bother wearing the, the shirt? I don't get it. Anyway, here's the juice of the Lincoln Yards product, mm-hmm. okay? It's a go. It's going to be a $6 billion uh, reconstruction project for the upscale north side, which is 62, acre, uh, 62 acres south of Roosevelt Road and west of Soldier Field. And the upscale part of, of, of the north side is basically going to be um, uh, 55 acres of Lincoln Park near uh, the Chicago River, which is going to be updated with restaurants, offices, residential things, things like that. So, I mean, it sounds really great, but the whole thing the, – here's the other funny thing. So it's the project is going to be done by Sterling Bay, which is a big uh, property firm, uh, construction firm. And they're going to be putting in the, – the, there's the potential that this could that they could put in like $900 million worth of funding into this project. But the funny thing is that the state may end up actually subsidizing $400 million of that. So that means Sterling Bay would only put in about $500 million. So it's this huge – it's like – and that's for like one area of the project. It's like what is happening here? What is going on? Where – see? Back to the beginning of the podcast – Chicago is by Lake Michigan. Chicago is corrupt. These are facts. Facts. <laughs> facts. Um, I, I just don't get this, Norm. I don't know what to make of this. I mean, I would like to have a night. I mean, I live on the north side, so I'm down with it. But for people on the south side and the west side who need this, it's like, what's going on here? Uh, I mean, obviously, they don't have their priorities in, in, in mind. Right. So. Clearly. I it just it, sometimes when like when you wake up and you, you start reading stuff like this, you're like, you know, I'm really disappointed. <laughs> but then I gotta live in it. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, I'll take some new restaurants. Sweet. It's all that middle class Lincoln Park money coming. <laughs> That's what that is. That's Those suburbanites are gonna be like, ooh, this is so much nicer. <laughs> ooh, why didn't I leave the birds earlier? <laughs> yeah, jumoke. All right. Anyway, moving right along, that was Thanos. I hope you enjoyed that. Now, we've got a couple other quick stories here. We're going to be implementing the information for you into segments moving forward. So now we've got sports. Nice. We'll have a graphic for that at some point. Yeah, somewhere. But not right now. So, two very, very quick stories, sports-related for all you sports fans out there, okay? Now, baseball season is upon us, so the Cubs are out there. They won their home opener against the Pirates, 10-0, so baseball season is here. Hey, that's all I got to say about that. But two other very interesting stories. For all of you Hawks fans out there, the Hawks, okay? Hockey season's over for the Hawks. They didn't make it to the playoffs. We're all sad and crying. Kate Patrick Kane just got voted captain for the USA hockey team, but the problem is he's not playing in the Stanley Cup playoffs, okay? This is uh, ridiculous. But you know what also is ridiculous is that Coach Q, Joe Quenville, who was instrumental in the entire playoff run where the Hawks won three Stanley Cups in like a total span of five to six years, he gone. You know where he is now? With the Panthers. Ooh. So somebody picked him up. Here's my thing. I wasn't a big fan of that. I thought they should have kept Coach Q. The, The Hawks didn't do that great after him. But now he's on the Panthers, which is not a great team. What the hell would happen if the Panthers end up making it to the Stanley Cup? Then what do you do? I don't know. I don't know anything about hockey. (laughs) Manny, 
Manny, Manny is a huge hockey guy. Yes. Manny, you got any thoughts on the Coach Q thing? <laughs> I'm just sad uh, Q's gone. Yeah, so so am I. I hope so, he comes back. Me too. It's not going to happen, but we can all hope. We can all hope. We can all hope. We can all hope. So that's Coach Q. So he's on the Panthers now. Hopefully he doesn't beat the Hawks because that would be weird. Um, now here's another interesting story. The, not only is hockey season over, but mm-hmm. so is basketball season for the Bulls. They ended the season 22-60. and 60. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Right. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty bad. So they they the problem is so they went through did two coaches over the years. Stop laughing, goddamn it! You're supposed to be supporting uh, Chicago. Sure. You son of a bitch. Okay, I love you, North. All right, so <laughs> gotta keep it PG, even though we've gone way beyond that. Now the Bulls ended twenty two and sixty, which is laughable mm-hmm. as you've demonstrated for mm-hmm. everybody here. Now the problem is they had a coaching change in the middle of the season. Fred Hoiberg was a horrible decision. They took him from Iowa State. Now he's at Nebraska. <laughs> what? Um, now all now so they got uh, Pete Boylan. I think his name's Pete Boylan, coaching, and he did okay. But they had all these injuries. So their the top players, Zach Levine, he did uh, he had a pretty good season. I think he made it to the All Star game. I think he I mean he was a huge point machine. Laurie Markkinen, uh, the guy from Finland, did very well. He's like a six foot ten, like the whitest person you've ever seen. And he's quite good. He's you know he's able to shoot the three, but he's like six foot ten, so he plays a power forward position very well. And uh, Wendell Carter Jr., who came from Duke, that's that's like the core three. Then they got Chris Dunn, who isn't really fitting into the new system, and it just was a mess because all these guys got injured at like the worst times. And so it's like, well, what do you expect? You know? Yeah, I agree. If the if the point line jumps off the base end, the uh, snapshot will be a. Uh... On the on the tail pipe. Moving right along in other news, let's get to the next section, which is theater, <laughs> arts and entertainment, arts and entertainment. Some very very quick things. The Star Wars convention was in the McCormick Place. Hey, all you Star Wars geeks out there, shout out to yous, okay? We're known as fans. That's right. <laughs> So the Star Wars convention was at the McCormick Place. It was a week-long thing. Neither Norm nor I were fortunate enough to make it. No. Nor were my friends Kyle and Joe, who are with me in Spuds and Stouts, and they are huge Star Wars geeks, as they informed me at lunch the other day. And they didn't even go. So if you didn't make it, don't feel bad. You didn't miss a whole lot. Just the new trailer for the new movie called Rise of Skywalker, which, if you haven't seen it, too bad. Spoiler. Which we're doing after the fact, because you should have seen it. Um, what are your thoughts on the new... Did you see the trailer? No, not at all. Great. So, moving along, if you didn't make it to the convention, well, you're just not a big enough of a Star Wars geek, apparently. One side effect is the amount of traffic. Tons of traffic. And uh, apparently on the news, they told a lot of people to... Uh, a lot of the, the Star Wars fans, they told them to watch out and be aware of their surroundings. Now, the picture, picture that they showed with it was an officer standing next to an individual in a Wookiee outfit. Uh, so just telling people to be like, hey, by the way, watch out. You may get robbed or hit. I don't know who would rob a Wookiee. Like, I don't know who would come up and go, hey, Wookiee. Bad idea. Hey, Wookiee, give me your money. If you've seen the new Solo movie, you know that's a bad idea. Because you know they ain't got pockets. That's right. They just hit things. (gasps) That's all fur. So be careful. Around your surroundings as TIE fighters and X-Wings shoot by you. You don't want to be caught in a cross fire. So, there you go. Moving right along. Another very interesting thing. 
uh, and it gets me to the Star Wars. I, I just, one thing about the trailer, mm. I will just say very briefly, it was cool. Oh, always. I am excited. The Rise of Skywalker, and then they had. Oh, I won't ruin it for you. But moving right along, the other now this is actually very very cool news. I definitely yes. want to say this before yes. we get to the end. We are almost yes. there, folks. Almost there. The Royal Shakespeare Theater is coming back to Chicago. They haven't been here in 25 years. That is actually very cool. They will be performing at the Shakespeare uh, Globe Theater at the Navy Pier. They will be doing a whole sleuth of performances from, I believe, I believe, where is it? I need to find my story. Um, yes, they will be here starting in August of 2020. Or I'm sorry, they'll be doing, <laughs> they'll be doing shows through August 2020. Whoa, they'll be doing, yeah, they'll be here for a while doing all kinds of different productions. Go check out, go check them out. That is so cool. So the Royal Shakespeare Theater, so many great um, performances and things. Definitely go check them out. I'm going to. I think Norman and I will oh, definitely go. Yeah. We'll do a couple reviews. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's. I mean, 25 years. These are like the top of the top actors in the world, really, doing Shakespeare for the for Chicagoans. I mean, if you don't go, you're missing out. You're missing out. So go check them out. We will put up more information about that and where you can buy tickets and what types of shows they will. As time goes on, we'll put that in uh, in the links and whatnot. But definitely, that's something to take advantage of, right, Norm? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Even if you're not a theater person, or even like Shakespeare, or even if you hated Shakespeare when you were in high school, maybe this isn't for you. But those of you who did, go. go. It's going to be great. Yeah, I love it. All right. Now, Norm, we're coming to the end here. But before we do, we got to do... That's right. It's time for... The Jagoff of the Week! Nice. Thank you. Thanks for joining in on that. No, All right, no, now we have a very funny story, and this guy is a real Jagoff. Now... This is, okay. So there was a guy who was at a Jules in the South Side on 95th Street. He had his truck with a tractor trailer. He went into the Jules, left the car running with the keys in the ignition. Norm, what do you think happened? Oh my God. Uh, the car was still there when he got back and he ate donuts in his truck and left. No! No? The car was stolen. Oh, And it was proceeded it? to be driven all the way to Calumet City, where the tractor trailer was later found. Now, here's the kicker. A full case of Modelo was found intact in the tractor trailer. No truck, but there was a tractor trailer. It's a Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas miracle in April. Now, um, Guy, he says... The guy's, a direct quote from the guy was, It was a crime of opportunity! No shit, Sherlock! Who, you, okay, you're on the south side, bro, and you're leaving a nice truck with a tractor trailer and Modelo? Just, that, what? So, that seemed like a trap. <laughs> and maybe they figured that out at one point and <laughs> left the trailer behind. Because they were like, they opened the trailer, oh, fuck yeah, wait a minute. There's Modelo. This is too much. This is too specific. <laughs> they walk in. They walk in, and that guy from Dateline NBC goes on. Oh, were you here to meet a young This girl? is a little too on point to my. Uh, no, I'm gonna leave this here, and <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take the part that probably isn't attached. Or they didn't walk in, and like I feel like if they had walked into the tractor trailer and saw the Modelo, the Modelo would not have been there. But I just find that hilarious that they didn't even go in. No, they didn't even look. They don't need that. It was like oh. Well, the guy still has his Modelo. <laughs> I know you got that. But listen, guy, you don't go into, you don't leave your car running in the South Side. You're a, you're, 
Or anywhere. You're a jagoff. Yeah. Or anywhere, in fact. Don't you're, do that. You're a jagoff, dude. You're a jagoff. You're a jagoff. You're a jagoff. End of story. End of story, jagoff. The guy who stole it, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who left his car running, you're jag-off. a jagoff. <laughs> all right, Norm. That is all we have for you all. That is another edition of the Chicago 60 Podcast. I hope you all liked it. We will be back here next week. We will be back next Monday because the 21st of April is Easter. Easter. If you liked our show, please like on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Chicago underscore 60. Also, subscribe on YouTube, Chicago 60. Find us there. And now follow us and subscribe on iTunes because we are there at DA Chicago 60. That's right. We're on iTunes. Da Chicago 60. And as we always like to say here on Da Chicago 60 podcast, our favorite phrase Bear down and, and forget, forget the, the Packers! Packers.